Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 111 Praise the Lord. I'll give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. In the company of the upright, in the congregation, great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Leviticus chapter 14, verses 33 through 53. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When you come into the land of Canaan, which I give you for a possession, and I put a leprous disease in a house in the land of your possession, the owner of the house shall come and tell the priest, saying, There seems to me to be some sort of disease in my house. The priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest goes in to examine the disease, or all that is in the house will become unclean. And afterward, the priest shall go out to inspect the house, shall go in to inspect the house. He shall examine the disease. If the priest is in the walls of the house, if the disease is in the walls of the house with greenish or reddish spots, and it appears to be deeper than the surface, the priest shall go outside to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days. The priest shall come again on the seventh day and make an inspection. If the disease has spread to the walls, in the walls of the house, the priest shall command that the stones in which the disease appears to be taken, appears, be taken out and thrown into an unclean place outside the city. He shall have the inside of the house scraped thoroughly, and the plaster that is scraped off of the wall dumped in an unclean place outside the city. They shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones and take other plaster and plaster the house. If the disease breaks out again in the house, after he has taken out the stones and scraped the house and plastered it, the priest shall go and make inspection. If the disease has spread in the house, it is a spreading leprous disease in the house. It is unclean. He shall have the house torn down, its stones and timber and all the plaster of the house, and taken outside the city to an unclean place. All who enter the house while it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening. And all who sleep in the house shall wash their clothes. And all who eat in the house shall wash their clothes. If the priest comes and makes an inspection, and the disease has not spread in the house after the house was plastered, the priest shall pronounce the house clean. The disease is healed. For the cleansing of the house he shall take two birds, 
with cedar wood and crimson yarn and hyssop, and shall slaughter one of the birds over fresh water in an earthen vessel, and shall take the cedar wood and the hyssop and the crimson yarn along with the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slaughtered bird and the fresh water, and sprinkle the house seven times. Thus he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the fresh water, and with the living bird and with the cedar wood and the hyssop and crimson yarn. And he shall let the living bird go out of the city into the open field, so he shall make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. Second Timothy chapter 1 verses 13 through 18. Hold to the standard of sound teaching that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Guard the good treasure entrusted to you with the help of the Holy Spirit living in us. You are aware that all who are in Asia have turned away from me, including Phygelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. When he arrived in Rome, he eagerly searched for me and found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. And you know very well how much service he rendered in Ephesus. Good morning and welcome to the 18th Thursday after Pentecost. This is Logan Isaac, broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. This morning's readings, uh, we have a new psalm. Every Thursday we change the psalm. Uh, this this morning's from 111. And we have a long-ish passage from Leviticus 14 and Second uh, Timothy 1. And the passage from Leviticus is just really interesting because you have the priest in Israel um, performing uh, the roles of architect and um, builder, stonemason, um, as well as uh, medical doctor, and uh, you know also clearly high priest. And the question is what to do when there's a leprous disease in a house in the land of your possession. And um, from a purely like uh, historical realist perspective, it's very likely that you know if, if moss or something is growing, clearly it can be a health hazard and you scrape it out and you uh, you know see if that see if you've got it all. It's like a cancer, right? Um, and then it slowly escalates. You know, first you take everybody else out, you wash their clothes, they're unclean for a little while. Then you start taking the stones out, see if that helps it. And if um, this quarantine, you know, escalated quarantine doesn't work, then you raise it to the ground, um, and the stones and timber and the plaster take it outside to an unclean place. Don't let anybody else use it. Um, and if anybody's coming to contact with the house, then they too are unclean. And finally, to to cleanse the area, um, the priest then um, the house is clean, and they kill a bird and splash the blood of that bird onto another bird, and you take some wood chips and red yarn, and uh, this is the um, the cleansing ritual um, for the the area, and you're supposed to let it go free out to the open field, um, and this is this makes atonement for the house. 
And house, the Hebrew word bayit, is also the name for family, um, or the word for family. And the, the parallels with our own bodies and with our, our families and communities is um, assumed <coughs> in the early readers. Um, you recall the story of Akan, the, um, the young man who participated in the, the taking of Jericho. Um, and he steals some silver and places it in his house. And he's found out by, um, by Lot. And he and his family and his possessions are all taken. Uh, and the entire congregation of Israel stones him and his family and, and throws them over a cliff. And it's really um, startling to read. Uh, but this is the importance of being ritually pure and morally pure. And it's this um, really clear lesson that God is trying to teach the Israelites as they are in the wilderness and they're um, becoming the people of God uh, once they've been liberated from the house of bondage in Egypt. Um, And it's a reminder, um, it may sound pretty extreme, especially with Akan's case, um, but it's also escalated, so find where uh, this leprous disease is. Find these things that are causing you trouble and harm and pain and get rid of those things. Um, if, if you get rid of those things and you remain uh, and you, you watch for seven days or a period of time and they reappear, then you've got a problem. But if after you know, a set amount of time they seem to have resolved themselves, then rejoice because you're, you should be fine. Um, I read it as a warning against taking something wholesale. You know, if one stone is, is diseased or one part of your life or, or body is diseased, don't you know, get down on yourself entirely. Don't tear the whole house down. Um, get rid of those things, um, those pieces that are causing the trouble as opposed to the whole. Um, uh, the, the story with Akan is unique because it's right as they're entering the Holy Land after all these lessons have taken place um, they finally are, are allowed to enter the Holy Land and um, it's really important to to make sure that they've learned their lessons and so it's a bit more of a, a harsher more um, binary time um, but uh, in the military those things that harm us are not always, not always our enemies. We, one of the things that it makes me think of is, um, well, it makes me think that we have to be careful about diagnosing disease and caring for the weak parts and the weak among us. So on the runs, in PT in the morning, you put the slowest guy first. Um, and then nobody goes faster than the slowest guy or gal. And then the leader typically either stands to the side guarding and calling you know, the cadence or is in the back to make sure that they pick up any stragglers that can't make it. And so these are not diseased parts, even though we th- think of weakness in a certain way, typically, especially in the military. Um, weakness is not quite the same as disease uh, or, or, or something that we should be concerned and outraged about. Um, and so that 
we must take care to distinguish and discern between um, weakness, which we are called to boast in, and um, disease, which we are called to purify. for the health of body and soul from the Book of Common Prayer. May God the Father bless us, God the Son heal us, God the Holy Spirit give us strength. May God the Holy and Undivided Trinity guard our bodies, save our souls, and bring us safely to his heavenly country, where God lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. <laughs>